Okay, I got some big news. After living in Orlando for over 30 years, I moved to Denver. Big time change. I'll tell you all about that one later. But one of the big changes I had to make was with my car. So I have a Toyota Corolla that I bought a few months back for my daughter, and I wound up taking it over. Another story for another time, but I knew it wasn't going to work in the mountains. And I needed to figure out what would be the right car. So I asked around, and you know what? Everybody had the same recommendations for me. They all said I needed a Subaru. And so this is a perfect opportunity to share with you my news and also give you this perfect example of the power of a well-positioned brand which is what we're gonna be talking about today on the Enough Already podcast. So welcome to the Enough Already podcast. This is the place for finding the courage to turn your unique strengths, perspective, and experience into a profitable, purpose-driven consulting or coaching business. I'm your host, Betsy Jordan, and I'm continuing with my brand new series. And last week I shared with you what is a brand and why you need one. If you missed it, definitely go back and listen. But one of the big takeaways I want you to have from this episode is that you actually have a brand, whether you do branding work or not, because ultimately it's consumers, or in our case, clients who position brands. The key is, is to take charge of that impression. And what we're going to be doing today is talking about how do consumers position brands? How do consulting and coaching clients position brands. So that's what we're going to be talking about today on this episode. My goal with this episode is to get you Subaru clear with your brand, meaning that there's this connection between you and the clients you want to help, that this connection is so strong that you become the obvious no-brainer choice or recommendation. So, Let's dive in. So let's go over the four things that clients use to position consulting and coaching brands. Starting off number one, the first thing that a client considers when they're positioning a brand is who is this brand for? Who else loves this brand? So think about it from your standpoint as a consumer. When you decide where you're gonna shop, dine, or go for fun, you look to see who else loves the brand. Is this brand relevant for you? And how do you relate to this particular group of people? Like, is this brand for you? So one of the biggest mistakes a lot of consultants and coaches make when it comes to brand building is they think that, that their ideal client is really anybody who can need a consultant or coach. And that is literally the death of marketing. You're going to have a lot of challenges if you are going to market yourself that way and if you're going to brand yourself that way because it's going to become a very confusing brand. So back in episode 38, I talked about what is an ideal client archetype and why you need one. And if you missed this episode, definitely check it out. And if there's any resistance that is building up in you when I talk about the importance of coming up with your ideal client, you definitely want to go back to that episode. But for a client standpoint, they want to know if they are either currently like the people you work with or the people you work with aspire to be who they wanna be. So you're with me listening to my podcast because you're a purpose-driven type of person. So the brand lover who loves me as a brand builder, business mentor for consultants and coaches are purpose-driven people. I also work with sages, you know, people who are structured and um, real head people, intelligent people. That's the type of people who work with me or who are attracted to me. 
but there are other types of business mentors out there who are going to attract other types of people, you know, people who aspire to make a million dollars consulting or something along those lines. So from a client standpoint, this is what they're thinking about, the same thing that you might be thinking about it. So let me give you an example with a couple clients that I'm working with. So I have two clients who both serve women at midlife, but one of my clients, she's really focused on women who've been stay-at-home moms, and they have been the type of people who've organized their lives around their children, and now they're empty nesters. So that's one type of brand lover for this particular client. So the women who are attracted to this client's brand are caretakers and nurturers. But my other client, she works with high achieving women who are losing that energy at that menopause or perimenopause time period. And they don't like not having this energy and they wanna use this midlife time to recreate their success. So the women who are attracted to this brand, the person who loves this brand are the go-getter warrior types. So this is where social proof becomes so helpful for your clients because it's not about the social proof saying, oh my gosh, you know, consultant coach XYZ is so intelligent and so brilliant. It's more around the client having a sense of like, oh, who's this person that this person is helping? And it's seeing themselves in those stories or seeing the aspirations that they have reflected in somebody else. So social proof is super important. So who raves about you shapes their thinking if you're a fit for them. So if they say that, let's so like, let me give you another example. Like if you are an executive coach, but everybody who gives you testimonials are all frontline managers, that's going to influence. It's going to create a brand disconnect for executives because they're going to be positioning you like, oh, this is the person who works with frontline managers. So ultimately the best brands are super clear on who they serve and who they're going after. You know, Nike is so great at their clarity that they go after competitive athlete types or people who aspire to that identity versus like Vans, who goes after more of like the laid back surfer types. You know, my background at Disney, we served fun loving families with mostly young children, but Universal's going after a different audience. They're going for people, maybe families with older kids or more slightly edgy types. So for you, thinking about it from your standpoint, your ideal client is your niche and it's the starting point for your brand. So what I want you to do is think about this. Are you clear about who your ideal client is? You know, if you were going to go write an ad to somebody and you had to come up with a targeting, do you have enough clarity that you could do that? Or if you were gonna go to a networking event that would be filled with this particular person, would you know where to go? And if you don't know, why not? Is it that you've never really thought about it before or do you have some sort of resistance about the idea of identifying an ideal client? Again, you can go back to my previous episodes I have on this podcast around the ideal client, and that'll give you some help if you are getting stuck in this one. Okay, so now let's talk about the second part of your well-positioned brand, and that's the context for your help. It's the frame of reference for when you're needed. So think about this as this is the problem that you want to help your client solve. So the stronger the link between a specific problem or situation and you, the stronger your brand will be. So think about this again from a consumer standpoint. When you cut your knee, do you grab a bandage or a Band-Aid? You know, if your nose is runny, do you grab a tissue or a Kleenex? This is where you have highly well-positioned brands that in, in Band-Aid and in Kleenex because that connection is so clear. So the context for your help 
is the problems that your clients will part money with to solve. So you really need to be clear around their starting point. A lot of consultants and coaches think about the context and they think about it as the ending point of their transformation with their clients. You know, like what happens at the end? But we don't wanna think about the end. We wanna think about the beginning. The clearer you can paint this picture, the better off you're gonna be. So there's four types of problems that people typically will part money to solve. And I'm gonna go over these categories, but there's a lot of details within that. But let's talk about the first category is money. You know, so people will part money to solve money problems. So anything around making money, saving money, anything along the money path. So if they're a business owner, they're gonna part money with how do I get more clients or how do I raise my fees or how do I just uh, in general, like reduce my expenses. You know, organizations will be looking at that from, uh, from a standpoint around how do I achieve aggressive revenue goals, that type of thing. Another category is time. People will part money to save time. So either they want to maximize their capacity, they want convenience, they want something to go faster. So a lot of times people will hire me um, around the brand building is that they wanna start their business right the first time. You know, So they don't wanna waste time or money on expensive trial and error. So some of it's the money thing, like they don't wanna waste time and, and they don't wanna waste money and things that won't work, but they also don't wanna waste time. They wanna get to the finish line faster with better quality results, that type of thing. Another category that people will part money with to solve is relationship problems. So either make more friends, get more clients, find love, get rid of conflict, maybe among friends, among coworkers, with a spouse, among teammates, anything around relationships. And then there's a fourth kind of catch-all categories, which is all around emotional state. So people will part money to reduce anxiety, increase the happiness, to feel more empowered, to deal with loss, divorce, um, they will spend money to be more successful, to have better work-life balance, reduce burnout, all of that type of thing. So what's the context for your help? You know, are you working with high achievers who want a promotion, but for some reason they're not getting a second glance? Is it a business owner who is just not getting enough clients or customers? You know, is it somebody who's in an organization and they're mired in conflict? The right and left hand don't know what they're doing. You know, is it somebody who's a high achiever and they're burnt out? Is it somebody who wants to start a business, but they just don't know how? Is it somebody who wants to become a speaker and they're overwhelmed with their ideas? Like what's the context for your help? And think about that. The third part of your well-positioned breakthrough brand is your unique and distinct expertise. So I wanna be clear about what an expertise is. And we wanna talk about what's unique and the features and the benefits of what you do. So an expert is someone who's wise through experience. So what are your expertise is not, it's not just like a list of things that you know or a list of things that you believe. It's what you're really good at, it's your applied strengths. It's something that you do that helps others and it's relevant to this particular problem that your clients need help solving. So it's a combination of your education, either your formal education, your extended education, what you do for fun, like all the books that you read, all the podcasts you're listening to, that creates one part of your expertise. Your formal experience, what you do for pay, your volunteer experience, what you do for your family and friends, that's all part of it, as well as your strengths. And when I talk about strengths, I really believe in what Marcus Buckingham talks about with strengths is it's not what you're good at or even best at, it's what you're better than most at. It's the things that you do that you're so good at that when somebody says, oh my gosh, you're amazing, and you're just like, eh, it's just nothing. 
you're in your zone of genius. These are these unique strengths. Your expertise is where you pull the through line through it and say, all right, what's unique about this? And what are the the different ways of like how you personally work with people that creates different types of benefits that they can't get some from anywhere else. So think about this question, like what is your expertise? What do you know how to do that your clients need to know how to do in order to solve their problems and achieve their goals? You know, what is the what are the features and benefits that someone gets from working with you that empowers your clients in a way that others don't? That's what we're going after here with your expertise. Okay, now let's talk about the fourth part of your well-positioned breakthrough brand. And that is the deeper meaning, higher purpose, and intangible value that you give your clients. In order to understand this part, I need to pull out the language of archetypes. I have done several episodes on archetypes and I will continue to do episodes on archetypes because I absolutely love them. I'm obsessed. And archetypes are... Um, they are really just universal patterns of power and energy. And they're this great shorthand way of infusing your consulting and coaching with meaning. And you already know archetypes. You're very familiar with them. I ha- you can go back to the previous podcast that I did on it, but you already know it. You know, Carl Jung is the one who started talking about archetypes. So if you've ever taken the Myers-Briggs type indicator, you know archetypes. Or anytime you've said, oh, he's such a bully or she's such a queen or what a miser. You know, you're in the language of archetypes. Our favorite actors and actresses, they all play according to their archetypal energy. You know, Sean Connery plays the king, where Kevin Costner played the knight. Tom Hanks is the everyman, you know, and nobody does the martyr better than Mel Gibson. Our favorite actresses, you think about like Angelina Jolie, who's like the femme fatale, or Sofia Vergara is the goddess, or Jennifer Aniston's The Girl Next Door. Our favorite movies, they're all deeply archetypal. You know, The Lion King, Star Wars, Harry Potter. So there's a reason why all the best brands just borrow the archetypes and it's the core for these premium brands. They just, they borrow this meaning because archetypes like just tap into this existing meaning that exists into in humans. And it's this great ethical hack into the client's mind and heart. It really bridges the bridges the brains, you know, like you have this logical brain and we have this emotional brain. I know this very much firsthand. I'm going to go back to my Disney time. You know, Disney doesn't just sell like hotel room nights and, and theme park tickets. It sells magical memories. Or if you go to Tiffany's, you're not there just to get diamonds. You're there because it sells true love. You know, going back to Nike. You know, it's not just about the peril, it's about the thrill of competition. This plays out with consultants and coaches like you. So for example, Lori Smith, who I've interviewed on this podcast, she's a caretaker sage. And so she helps her clients with initiative planning and prioritization. But what she's really selling is harmony. She aligns stakeholders around a common growth agenda, but the higher purpose is harmony. Or Dan Whedon, who I also have interviewed on this podcast, he sells all kinds of things. He sells books, he sells coaching, mentoring, but you know, he's like this liberator type of person. He has a whole, his whole podcast and his book is all about this unleash. So he provides this inspiration to freedom from constraints. So again, please check out the other podcasts on the archetypal superpowers. It's specifically episode 28, but think for yourself, you know, what is the deeper meaning 
of your consulting and coaching? What are you really inviting your clients into? What's this intangible value that you're bringing for them? Do you know, just based on your energy and what you bring to the table, you know, are you somebody who has like a ton of positivity? So you bring hope and you bring excitement and energy, or are you just, you know, really fun? Are you like an entertainer? And are you somebody who just brings like the joy of the everyday moment? Or are you somebody who's an amazing storyteller? So you could help people connect the business to something that's more universal and bigger. Are you somebody who's a an athlete and you just help your clients just achieve you know exceptional goals and that type of thing? You know, what is this deeper meaning? Okay, so let's recap what we've talked about on this episode. Number one, Consumers are the one who position brands and smart brand builders understand this and take charge of this process. So in our case, it's clients and clients use four data points when positioning brands. Number one, who the brand is for and who else loves the brand. That's the ideal client. The second is the context or frame of reference for when is this brand relevant? So that's the problem that your consulting and coaching solves. The third is the unique features and benefits of the product or service. In our case, it's the unique features and benefits of your unique expertise. And then finally, the fourth is the deeper meaning behind everything. Attentional brand builders take charge of these four decision points. So that's the concepts here. So let's talk about what you can do. What are your next steps? Number one, now let's evaluate your brand clarity. So go back through this episode and answer the questions that I have provided. And if you can't answer the questions readily or you're stuck, here's what I want you to do. First off, I want you to acknowledge that you are so not alone. So be nice to yourself. There's so many reasons why this work is very hard. And the biggest is that nose to the window pane syndrome and how that really stirs up our imposter syndrome. It's really hard to see for yourself how you're special, unique, and what impact you have on others. So if you want additional help on this, this is where I can really help you out here. So maybe we wanna work one-on-one -on, -one on your brand building where you can work with me and I could draw out your strengths and I'm really good at helping people language what's in their heart and their minds and get it into website copy. And I have my amazing team that can even create more copy for you or a visual brand. And you can definitely learn more about my services at www.betsyjordan.com dot com slash services. You also find a link to my calendar, schedule time with me, or definitely think about joining my new brand breakthrough mastermind group that I'm launching in January, 2023. I'm going to be giving you a whole lot more information, but basically bottom line, this is going to be a small group experience where I'm going to guide people personally through the brand building process. But the benefits you get is you get to be a lot of, with a lot of other people who are going to also give you that validation, that clarity, that encouragement, and everything else that you're going to need in order to really own what makes you special so that you can get out there and market what you do and get paid actually for what you love and make a bigger difference with your consulting or coaching. So enrollment's going to be opening soon. So definitely be on the lookout for that. If you need more details right now, definitely email me at Betsy at BetsyJordan.com. 
So another way to get clarity on the unique value of what you do is to conduct a market scan. So that would be another action I would recommend. But for a lot of people, that might be a new skill as well. So next week, I'm going to be doing some training on how to do this. So be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss this episode. And until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If today's episode lit a fire in you, please rate and review Enough Already on Apple Podcasts or subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're looking for your next step, visit me on my website at BetsyJordan.com. And it's Betsy Jordan with a Y. And you'll learn all about our end-to-end services that are custom designed to accelerate your success. Don't wait. Start today.